Welcome to the Mastering Midlife Podcast, where we talk about all the crazy fun things that happen when you are a midlife mama. I'm your host, Heather London. Let's dig in. Hey, midlife mamas, welcome to episode 26, Breaking Old Habits. Okay, I could have called this many things, and I decided I'm just going to call it Breaking Old Habits because... Ah, there's just so many things that this relates to. It could be like achieving your goals, getting anything that you want, making big things happen. It could be all of those things. But the reason I call it breaking old habits is because the reason we're not achieving our goals or getting these things done is because we fall back into our old habits. And this comes from everything happening in our subconscious. That's the key is that our subconscious is running the show. You know, when you show the picture of the iceberg and you just see 10% above, that's your consciousness. And then you see 90% below, that's your subconscious, which is running the show. And so if you're getting results that you don't like, it's because it's the subconscious that's creating it. And usually it's because it keeps us safe. Remember, our brain is designed for three things. Like it's designed to keep us alive and there's three things that that it focuses on in order to keep us alive, to keep us procreating. One is avoiding pain. Two is seeking pleasure. And the third is conserving energy. So what is more energy conserving than not thinking? Like everything that we do all the time gets put on autopilot. When we breathe, we don't think about our breathing We just do it all the time subconsciously. Our body just knows how to do it. And when we have 60 to 70,000 thoughts a day, you're not aware of those. Guess what? They're all happening subconsciously. So when I talk about breaking habits, basically what I'm talking about is becoming conscious of your subconscious. Like, hey, what is going on there? Because that's what's getting the results. So I want to take my awareness there and be curious about it. We create the best things in our lives from places of curiosity. I am a very curious person and I love to ask questions. And the quality of life we live is dictated by the quality of questions we ask ourselves. So let's ask ourselves really, really good questions. I know that our thoughts create our results. And this is a tough one to kind of wrap our brain around if we aren't on board with this. But garbage in equals garbage out. So if we are having these, okay, sometimes it's hard to track our thoughts. So what I like to do, like when clients come and work with me, I start with their results because they're coming to me because they're getting a result that they don't want. So the one thing they know for sure is I don't want this. I don't want this result. And then we backtrack it. We deconstruct it to find out how did they create that result? Where's that coming from? And if our thoughts create our results, like it's our thoughts going in, our garbage in that equals garbage out. So how do we change what we're inputting? And when we backtrack it and find out what this is, ask ourselves good questions and get curious about it, then the answer is revealed. The truth shall set you free, words to live by. So we become curious and we follow the threads. We follow the clues that are given to us and then we can change anything. Now, when I say breaking old habits, one good example, because a lot of women in their midlife come and work with me because of the body changes that shows up mostly as weight, but also health and wellness. But weight is a big one for women in midlife because 
the hormones change and so our bodies change. So what used to work for us doesn't work anymore. And I get all of these women coming to me going, what the heck? Like, what happened? I didn't change anything. I'm like, exactly. That's the problem is your body changed, but you didn't change anything. So you get to change new things to adapt to your new body, your new hormones, and then you'll get the results that you're looking for. And so how do we break these old habits? First, we have to have awareness around them. Awareness is the first key to changing anything. As soon as you have awareness, you've created a gap to make a change. And we got to see what the old pattern is that we're doing. And what one of my mentors and my coaches is like, we need a pattern interrupt because the habit is just what we do, what we've always done. So if you're in the jungle and you're going down a path that a thousand people have been down before you, it's super easy to go down that path because it's clear because a thousand people have gone before you. But if you want to go a different way, it's really hard because it's overgrown with a whole bunch of bushes and all these crazy things that are in your way. And so the first time you go down, it's going to be hard. The second time, a little bit easier, but still hard. And you get the idea. The more you go down it, the easier it becomes. So that's creating a new habit. And of course, which one is easier? So remember our pain? Do the easy things. Avoid the pain. Like our brain is avoiding pain. So we want to take the easy path. We want to conserve energy, take the easy path. So our brain is kind of directing us down those paths, but those paths will get us the results that we've gotten that we don't want. And so we got to catch our brain and be like, okay, brain, I see you trying to keep me all safe and stuff. I love you for that. But look, I don't want this result. And so that's when we have to have a pattern interrupt. So we're going along doing the same thing over and over again. We got to put up a roadblock a roadblock to stop that pattern. Okay, how do we do that? We have to have a pattern interrupt. We have to like shake up our brain a little bit and shock it into doing something different. Five, four, three, two, one, and then say something different. So the five, four, three, two, one is a pattern interrupt because your brain is not used to counting backwards. So it's like, hey, I got to think a little bit in order to do this. This is not automatic. And so if you want to have an even bigger pattern interrupt, start like 76, 75, 74. So you really have to think about it. That's a pattern interrupt. When you're thinking, oh, this isn't going to work. This is hard. I don't know what I'm doing. You can just say five, four, three, two, one. What if it does work? Five, four, three, two, one. This is going to work. Five, four, three, two, one. I'm going to figure out how to make this work. So that's a pattern interrupt. But one of uh, my mentor that I am currently working with, she does self-hypnosis. She is the leader in, you know, understanding the subconsciousness of the brain and working in the subconsciousness. And so her pattern interrupts are very different. Now, I've done a whole training on this and I'm going to drop the link in the show notes. So if you want to learn pattern interrupts, just sign up for the free training. Do it. Find the one that works for you. And that's your new tool to change everything in your life. These tools are game changers. They're very simple, but they're game changers. So basically, they're tools that will balance your central nervous system. So you can use these exact tools for two different things. One is to, if you're feeling overwhelmed and anxious when we're making changes, that happens when we're doing things, creating big things, that happens, we get overwhelmed, we get full of anxiety. So you want to balance your central nervous system because as soon as your central nervous system is overwhelmed, it shuts down. So if I'm working on something and I and I just can't move forward like physically, mentally, emotionally, 
It's because my central nervous system is overwhelmed. So I just balance it with one of these uh, four penner interrupts. And then as soon as I'm balanced, my brain will come online again and allow me to be creative and think. And it's the same for any kind of old habit. And addiction. This works for addiction too. Now, I am not an addiction expert by any means, but an addiction is a really tenacious habit. So an addiction is just a habit that's like a pit bull. It's, it's glommed on and it will not let go no matter what. And so it's very, very determined to just keep being very tenacious. But the same philosophy will work for an addiction. And so you want to break the habit. And the first thing you have to do is check your mind and realize where it's going, what it's telling you to do. And we want to stop that. We want to interrupt that. And as soon as we do a pattern interrupt, which is the link that I'm sharing with, then you can introduce something else. Okay, so I've stopped that pattern from happening because it was going down that path that was super easy. Now what do I want to do? Now I want to redirect my brain to what I do want it to do. So for example, when you are trying to lose weight, there's two main things that come up. One is you're not eating the right foods. You're eating the wrong foods. And let me just make this super simple because this is the answer. Take it and run with it. I promise you it's the simple. Just don't eat any processed foods. Just eat whole clean foods and you're going to be great. So if we are going for the sugary processed foods, we got to catch ourselves and do a pattern interrupt. If we're going for the crunchy, salty fried foods, we got to catch ourselves because those are addictions. Like we're addicted to that. We're looking for the dopamine hit, but they're also like emotional charges. We're looking for a feeling. And so if we just eat clean foods, we're going to be okay. So we got to redirect our brain in that sense. And the second thing that it, if you do, you'll, you're going to get amazing results. So just these two things, these are the only two things you need to know when it comes to uh, weight loss or having, you know, a lean, healthy body in midlife. The second one is not emotionally eating. So stop overeating. And as humans, and especially as women, we emotionally eat only because only because we've never been taught how to process our emotions. That's the only reason why we emotionally overeat. If we only ate when we were hungry, we would never, and we only ate clean foods, this is, these are the laws of nature. You will be at your natural lean weight and nice and healthy and feeling good and clear functioning brain, all of the things. What's gotten in the way is the food industry and all the people trying to make money off of you eating more or not being healthy. So if we just stick to the basics, those two things, I promise you that you can get your body to its naturally healthy weight in midlife. And how do we process our emotions? That's the million dollar question because we weren't taught how to do it in elementary school. Most of our parents didn't know how to do it. And so we don't know how to do it. So if we are understanding, maybe we don't know how to process our emotions and that's why clients work with me. I teach them how to do that. But put that aside for now because I don't have time to go into that because that's a whole thing. That's what my course is based on. But what if... You just knew instead how to know when you are hungry. How do you know when you're hungry? Your body will tell you. Your body will tell you. But what's happened is those signals have been hijacked 
by all of the addictive additions that have been added to your food just to make you eat more because people want to sell more food. So when we talk about sugar, sugar is highly addictive. Sugar is a drug. Sugar is horrible for your body. It's like a toxin in your system, but it's addictive. We want more of it. It's the dopamine hit. Like our brains weren't designed to have all of these overload of dopamine hits one after the other from food, from social media, all of it. We're just an overload. Our brains were designed to have a dopamine hit and then not, and then a dopamine hit and then not. And, and so we're in overload right now. And so what's happening is we're not listening to our hunger cues of when our body needs to eat, but rather we are being driven to eat based out of desire, just for more fat, more sugar, just the flavor, the taste, the way it signals our brain. I want more. I want more. And the companies that make these foods spend millions and millions and millions of dollars paying scientists to figure out exactly what the limit is, where it's just the perfect amount of people desiring more. And then we eat it and we are malnourished. So we're not getting our our nutrients, but we're overweight because we're going way over in our calorie intake, but there's no nutrients in it. And our body is still hungry because when we eat foods, we get the stretch hormones in our stomach that tell us when we're satiated. But the foods that we're eating don't stretch out our stomach. They, so we don't get those cues. And then also the nutrient value will signal our brain too. And there's no nutrients. So we eat the food, but we're still hungry. So we overeat and we're not getting any nutrients. And we're just consuming fatty, sugary foods. So that's what's going on. So we want to listen to our body and get back to the cues of our body and listen to when we're really hungry. If we follow those cues and eat the clean foods, we can get wherever we want to go. But the, the way we have to break this habit, and you could do this, I'm just talking about food, but you can apply this to any habit or addiction or any, anything that you want to change, is we got to notice it first. And then we got to break that pattern. We got to do that pattern interrupt and then introduce something else, right? We got to introduce a new reaction. We got to introduce a new thing that we're going to do instead so that we have our own back and we can retrain our brain. When, when we look at our brain, I want to think, I want you to think about it from this perspective. We just, usually we don't even think about our thoughts. Cause like I said, we have so many thoughts a day. They just go on autopilot, but there's kind of two people in there are two things that are going on. One is we're the person who thinks the thoughts and two is we're the watcher of the thoughts that are being produced. And most of us aren't the watcher. I want us to be like the observer of the thoughts that are being thought of. And then we can have that awareness because usually we're just on like full steam ahead and just these thoughts are happening without us consciously choosing them. But when we create that space of awareness and then we decide to make a decision instead of reacting, We can respond, we can process it, we can take the time we need, and then we can make a different choice. The reaction comes from the emotional reaction. But if we can take the time to think about it and then choose a different thought, consciously choose a different thought, but we got to be aware of what thoughts we're thinking of, how our brain is working in the first place. And when you become the watcher or the observer, then you can make some changes. So when we're breaking old habits, 
there's so much that we get to know, but there's the main key points of, first of all, you got to be the, have the awareness, the awareness of the thoughts, the awareness of the results, the awareness of what's happening that you don't want, the awareness of what you do want. So you really got to be present in the moment and aware of what's going on inside your brain. The thing I love to tell people is like when you're feeling triggered by somebody, what if you could take responsibility for that feeling and ask yourself a really good question from, okay, if this person wasn't causing me to feel this way, which they're not, what would be causing me to feel this way? Ah, it's my thoughts. It's my thoughts. So if a person says words, person says words is neutral. But if it's say somebody who's close to me and they said mean words, I would go, I would, that would make me feel a certain way. But if it's somebody who has never met this person and has no vested interest in this person, then it wouldn't affect the person. So if I can own it and take my power back and go, ah, it's my thoughts about what that person is saying that's causing this, not what they're actually saying. I take my power back. Now I'm being curious. Now I'm being a watcher and a witness so I can get different results. Garbage in, garbage out. So if I, if my thought is I'm in control of every result that I create for myself, that is so powerful as opposed to this is happening to me. Mm, that is so disempowering. But what if I'm creating this? What if I get to choose how I'm showing up? All of this is a choice. And when you understand that, you can take your power back and you can make powerful choices to help you make changes in your life. Breaking old habits across the board of what you're eating, of the relationships that you're in, of how you talk to the people that you're in the relationship with, the job you have, the money you have, your relationship with money, breaking old habits of having limiting lack thoughts and feelings about money. You can break those habits because those were 99% of the time given to us or picked up or learned by the people we grew up with. And so if you grew up with people that were in a time of depression and lack and struggle, then those are the beliefs that you grew up with, but they might not be valid for you in this moment, but you're not even aware of them because you're not the witness of your thoughts. You've got to witness your thoughts. So if you could step back and go, how could this be true for me? How could I change my life by creating really valuable questions and curious about my thoughts and owning everything? You got to have ownership of like, I'm responsible for the life that I've created. Everything I think and say and do is a choice. And so if I want to get better results, I want to think better thoughts. I want to make better choices. I want to say better words. I want to take better actions. This is empowering my friends. And so I would love for you to take this and ask yourself, okay, what in my life, what habit do I want to get rid of? What do I want to create that's better in my life? And apply this. Remember, it starts with the awareness, the awareness. And then you can go to my free training, download that and pick one. These are all, these are like four, you know, pattern interrupts. Pick the one that works best for you. And then you've got to do it all the time. This is the other thing that's missing for when people are making changes is consistency. It's the self-discipline. 
here's the answer, but you can't just know the answer and then not apply it and be upset when you don't get the results that you're getting. Girlfriends, this is something that you got to do and show up and do it every single day, all day until it becomes your new normal. You got to be consistent. You got to be relentless with this and do the pattern interrupt day after day after day. Because remember what you're, the pattern you're interrupting is like breathing. It's subconscious. You don't even have to think about it. So now you have to think about it all the time until it becomes your new subconscious thought to be tenacious, be relentless. And that's how you make a change. A lot of people just see, oh, here's the, here's the pattern, here's the formula, but then they don't do it. They're not consistent with it. It's like you got to put the effort into being aware of it all day, every day, and be, until that becomes your new normal and your new subconscious. And then and only then can you stop consciously thinking about it and put that on autopilot. But until that happens, your work is to be consistent every moment of every day to get those results that you want. The consistency of noticing your thoughts. And you can notice your thoughts by the action you're taking or the feeling that you're getting or the result that you're getting. You can be like, hey, these aren't the results. Okay, I've gone back to my old thoughts. This feeling doesn't feel good. Okay, it's my old thoughts that are causing this feeling. Oh, these actions, I don't like these actions. These are the actions that get me those old results. Okay, that's how you can notice. This is all feedback. This is how you get the awareness of breaking that cycle. You're in a pattern. It's a circle. It goes around. And the moment you have that awareness, there's a smallest break and you can expand that break. And that's where the change happens. That's where you create the space for you to do, think, and be someone else, get a different result, and then go from there. So this is how you can change and break old habits, create your dreams, all the big stuff, your big scary goals. This is how you make it happen by being consistent day after day after day after day and then becoming that person. This is just who I am now. I'm somebody who makes these choices and creates this result, these results for myself. If you wanted to, my friends, you could wake up tomorrow and be a totally different person, but you've got to be consistent to get there. Because if you just decide I'm going to be a different person tomorrow and then you're not consistent with that, you're not being that person, thinking that way, showing up, doing the actions, it won't last. So this is empowering. I want you to leave after listening to this podcast and be so stoked because you can create anything you want for yourself. It starts with you. Nobody can stop you. Nobody can uh, bring you down. This is all up to you from a place of power. Gosh, this is yours to create. How exciting is that? Go out there and be fabulous. Starting now in this moment right here. Don't wait till tomorrow. Now is your time. Midlife was created for you to get back to yourself and to follow your dreams and just blow your own damn mind. So start right here in this moment. You can do this. I believe in you. You've got this. Go out there and be freaking amazing. Thank you for listening, my friends. Always love yourself first and have an amazing day.